Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. Nashville's 94FM The Fish. I'm Doug, catching up with Rod and Rose. She was a rock and roll princess whose first record deal was at 15 and whose songs have been recorded by Faith Hill, Lady A, and others. He is an established country voice with several chart toppers, a working man songwriter who understands how people feel. Together, they are Rod and Rose, Rodney Atkins and Rose Falcon, Married since 2013, the perfect merger of love, songs, life, and the way two people from two different places perfectly complement one another. We'll be talking about Christmas, traditions, and uh, a special song that's out for the holidays, Mary Had a Little Lamb. But first, Rod and Rose, welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Well, I guess we got to start with this song. When I was hearing about the idea of Mary Had a Little Lamb, like that's a nursery rhyme. Uh. But then we're making it work for Christmas. Talk a little bit about the history of that. That's what I thought. I laughed the first time I heard the idea. Rodney, it was an idea he had had for years, and he brought it to our first writing appointment with our friend Brandon Hood. And so when he said the title, I was like having secondhand embarrassment. I was like, oh, no. But then he told me, you know, I was like, Rod, that's already a song. You know, we can't write that. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but He then told me the idea, you know, and that it was about the birth of Jesus. And I was like, just floored, you know, I just thought it was amazing. And I was like, that's a really big, you know, feat. that's something huge in front of us. But I think we can do it together. And and I think we did. (laughs) It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song, really, really paints the picture and has kind of a whimsical thing. You you talk about how like uh, crafting a song for your kiddos or. Yeah, that's when we first began writing the song, we. We kept saying we want it to be kind of at least begin sort of as a lullaby, something that our kids could hear, understand, sing along with. They really understood that Christmas is about the birth of our Savior. Just we kept making sure it said that. And by George, now they do. They sing it with us. That's the coolest thing as we were uh, we were playing it last night, sitting around the kitchen table, and the boys are they're just they take over. They just. Uh, they sing every word. It's amazing. It's it's cool to have a song to share with them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, in, in terms of Christmas and the time of year that we find ourselves in, are there some uh, Christmas traditions, some things that uh, maybe you bring to the table that are unique for your family? Or I want to hear this. Oh, no. Well, I guess one thing I can say is I think our elf on the shelf is a little superior to most people's because last night we stayed up unsewed it inserted wires and velcro and made it a super elf so yeah so the super elf rodney bought the kit and like so last night i was like laying in bed and i was like where is rodney you know like what's he doing and so i texted him and he said where are on you on a craft working on a craft i could use your help it's like 11 at night i'm like i come out and he's on the floor with a needle and thread and the elf is all like disassembled and i'm like what is happening <laughs> so it's you a know, superhero now it's, huh? a super it's you know christmas is for a kid you just so we have a, a two-year have an older son's in college he's mr cool now 
but we have a two-year-old and about to be four-year-old in just a few days. And, man, Christmas is magic when they're little like that. And, you know, I don't want to let time go by without just being a part and encouraging their imagination and the magic. When they, when they woke up this morning, she had the elf set up. Or the elf was – she didn't do anything. <laughs> the elf was actually uh, – what did he have done? He had tried to steal some cookies. He was just eating cookies. They made some Christmas cookies, so he was sitting up simple. on a shelf. But she gives puts him on zip lines across the house and all kinds of stuff. Man. She, like – he is a – Nin- so, ninja elf. How tall is this elf? I'm oh, picturing. Oh, standard sized elf. Oh, okay. On the shelf. <laughs> it's yeah. just. I'm picturing this six foot thing that's out there. <laughs> no, he's just you know got a big spirit. Uh, you know, as far as our traditions, that's what's so cool right now is we're kind of establishing those traditions. Mm-hmm. Pop Pop, her dad is Pop Pop. Okay, and uh, he is Mister Super Grandpa Man. It, he's down for anything. He sat in for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve and so Ryder really didn't know what he was looking at. They Santa was over there working on some stuff and they they worked so hard at, at trying to do something magical for Ryder. He didn't have a clue what was He did not care all he cared is that Santa ate his cookies, you know. He got he did upset. Not care. Other than that, no mm-hmm. big deal. <laughs> but <laughs> no seeing Pop Pop standing there, man, in the middle of the night. Rodney used to work at was it J C Penny? J C Penny. And so I didn't realize this when we got married, it's a bonus. He is the gift wrapper, and he but he spends like an hour on each gift. Wow! And they like he does these like fancy bows and stuff. Dude, that's that's raising the bar. Yeah. I'm lucky to just make sure there's no box showing through the papers. <laughs> it's not all that. It's <laughs> funny. Well, talk a little bit about a spiritual journey, uh, if you don't mind sharing. Like when. When did things change for you uh, in terms of understanding and, and having a relationship with Christ? Fortunately, I grew up with uh, parents that were always not just going to church, but a part of church. My dad directed choirs and Easter cantatas, and he sang in quartets. So I was kind of always around church. Um, it was a fixture, you know, mm. and uh we had a, a pastor named Ralph Berry when I was a kid, and he was just one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And he was, uh, I think he was like 68 when I met him. And uh, he was a tenacious softball player. He always wanted to have a church softball team. He would come when I was like 12, 13. He would come and pick me up, take me to softball games. He wanted me to play. I could play when I was a kid. Mm. He wanted me to play shortstop for his softball team, and he pitched. And, man, it was those times with Ralph Berry and, and a hundred rabbits, like the head bird, the rabbit, beagles. Okay. And uh, so baseball, basically, and hunting, that was my entire world when I was a kid. And those conversations with, with Ralph Berry, man, just it, it, I think those are the times that I, I met Jesus, mm. that I knew him. It became real. And um, just growing up around that, you know, is it's just I, I cherish that. Uh, and, and Ralph kind of really delicately made me go from being a little kid thinking I was going to die every night and go straight to hell <laughs> um, 
to, that's not how it works, but <laughs> listen, you're okay. Because I did, I would think stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he was just such a, uh, oh man, he was my personal best friend, Billy Graham, growing up. You know, he was just amazing. That's cool. Yeah. So then that probably, you, you, you understand the weight of like relationships and then through your music and just people that you connect with, I'm sure you feel like there's no pressure, just be Jesus to other people and... Just yeah, it's uh, it does come with a lot of unknowing and questions. I think as as our kids are getting a little bigger now, asking those kind of questions, mm-hmm. um, and and it's how you represent God to them, you know, as as a parent, as a father for me, and I just had people around me doing that, and that's that's what you do. Question for you, Rose: What's it like to do music with your husband? I mean. I feel like it's a huge blessing. I love it. I mean, we love, we really love being together. Um, it's funny. Imagine some that. People, I don't know. Some, some people don't, some right? Don't. They need that I mean, separation. I was talking to somebody yesterday that was saying, oh, my husband's getting ready to go back to work. He's been working from home. And she said, I hope that he goes back to work on my days off. <laughs> and I was like, really? Did you just say that? But not me. Like, we actually enjoy each other. So, I mean, I love writing music. I love singing. That's, like, my favorite thing to do. So to get to do it with my best friend is a huge gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm being sincere. That's when you say all. <laughs> and that wasn't, that wasn't really easy at first. Not the writing part. Yeah, because I wanted every song we wrote to be the greatest end all be all of mm-hmm. the greatest song of all time, and we didn't finish the song. Nothing. If we'd get like three lines, and then she finally just said, "Okay, buddy, here's what's got to happen. We got to finish a song. It might not be good at all, but that's okay." And so once we kind of got past that, and you just learned to kind of be honest with each other, and I came to understand that she writes a song, finishes the song, mm. and then goes back and edits. Mm. I take forever. So what I was doing was writing and editing as we went along. Okay. So once we figured out what each of us are doing, then it it started to, I guess, complement each other in, in, our, in a way. That she's, she's made me a better songwriter, made me really, really, really uh, – just love the process and she puts up with me you know that's that's tough that's what good wives do that's what my wife does she tolerates (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing each of you have your own unique style so when it comes to that work dynamic i know you kind of you you figure it out in the house but when you're doing something like that i can imagine it takes a minute to to understand now guys in addition to uh mary had a little lamb uh, there's another Christmas song that you released this year. What song is it? We recorded Winter Wonderland. You know, we were looking for a traditional Christmas song, but one that we could do a little different. We hadn't heard really a duet version of it, so we thought that could be cool. She carried it. <laughs> That's not true. I'm just singing straight. She's doing all the cool stuff. Doing the, the, the it was fun. We just yeah. wanted so we, uh, as we're saying, okay, we're going to try to write a song for this, and then so we wanted to do a couple. So we let's pick a song, and I think that song just we both just said it's one of our favorite Christmas tunes. It's just fun. 
I'm Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 